Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Jones Chronicles. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of some learning, discussing. Not much venting this week. I don't, I don't have much to vent about. Other than the fact that Bear Grylls has been indulging his urine fetish for years on national television and ain't nobody said, Stop it. Get some help. And that was more just an epiphany, you know, because despite what you see on TV, pee is even more full of salts and minerals than seawater. And drinking it will suck the life out of you faster than a bayou full of leeches. It's wastewater. After all, partially meant to carry out urea and other harmful substances from your body. So why was such a heavy promotion on drinking one's urine on national television as a survival uh as a survival thing and nobody thought no one said hold hold on guys look if you find yourself on a boat in the middle of the ocean and you're thirsty and you need to drink something you're more likely to do better with blood and yeah we do mean the blood from the fish that hopefully you catch drink that and that might get you further than what your urine's gonna do for you that's not even a rant that's just commentary cat williams went on a rant this this week on the Shade Club interview. I didn't watch the entire interview. I'll put that out there right now. Why didn't I watch the entire interview? I could barely get through the 15 minutes. I have a love-hate relationship with Cat Williams. I asked Mimi what her thoughts were. Say word. You ain't never told no lie. You ain't never told no lie. Real niggas say word. You ain't never told no lie. You ain't never told no lie. Real niggas say true. You ain't never told no lie. You ain't never told no lie. That's the thing I don't do. Which, per the comment sections I've seen, only a few seems to be the consensus. I asked Shy, but she seems to be further out of the loop than I am on these type of things because Mimi told me I was late. It's like, well, I'm always late when it comes to the drama. <laughs> but he had went after Ricky Smiley, Steve Harvey, Kevin Hart about stealing jokes Talked about how his booty hole has remained virginized by turning down $5 million contracts from men like P. Diddy, who can be very pushy about wanting to to, uh, do that type of thing, allegedly. Allegedly. This is not the first time we've heard this type of accusations thrown P. Diddy's way. And there was this clip that coincided with that comment which was actually really hilarious if you choose to take it in the context like oh we ain't party partied i don't know none of these people and quite frankly i don't give a fuck but the part that i saw the 15 minutes was absolutely hilarious because even he admits i'm a comic first i come out to make you laugh and that is what he meant he managed to do by 
going in on these popular kings of comedy and some of the other more prominent, I guess, because I don't really watch anything that Tiffany Haddish has been in, except for that movie that I watched with, uh, shit, I can't remember his name, but I didn't watch it for her. That's for damn sure. (laughs) I watched it for him. I don't particularly think Kevin Hart is funny at all. I don't know why he's such a big deal. And that's exactly what he points out. Like, I never heard him being sold out. I could believe that, but I don't know what kind of stadiums. I'm not following these. these. Yeah, I didn't fact check him. Let's just put it out there. I did not fact check his information. Not that invested. But it was funny how you pointed out that all of their wives kind of looked the same. <laughs> and his biggest and his biggest haters have the same eyeballs. Just little things like that that just made it funny. But it is his his uh his rebuttal to a lot of things that have been said about him. And that is part of the context that maybe, if you're not fully aware, that made it more interesting to me. So it wasn't just someone sitting down. It was people had been saying shit about him for a minute, even on this particular show. And so this was his chance to defend himself. And he did it in a very comedic fashion, like a roast. And that's why it was, I think, more entertaining than it was the the drama of it all. There might be some truth to it, might be some embellishment to it. Him saying that I don't care what you say as long as Egypt is in Africa, it's Africans, is not one of those statements I'm going to just let you stand behind, sir. (coughs) Bullshit. Like, no, you cannot. You cannot just tell a culture who they are when your ass don't even live over there. (laughs) Sometimes black Americans just need to shut the fuck up about Africa unless you actually gonna go to fucking live over there. And I'm gonna tell you right now, you ain't gonna like it. Your ass gonna get your pampered butt back over to the States because you might talk all that shit, but your ass is not trying to put your blood on the line and it will be your blood on the line because they don't want your asses either. They even had problems because of y'all from back in the day. Most of us is over here because they rejected. Anyhow, not going to go there. That's the parts where I'm like, you ignorant. <laughs> uh, there, There is his uh, homophobia, if you will. I don't even think he's homophobic because I haven't seen him actively go out and try to destroy, uh, like try to to stand up against gay rights even though he'll make comedic statements as he says i'm not anti-gay i'm pro pussy or something to that effect but you know how people are if you're not a hundred percent on what they are into then that must mean you're the enemy there's no room for gray which is why i say i have a black uh, uh a love hate I like his old specials. His new shit sucks. He's recycling a lot of. But he looked better in that interview 
I will say then he looked in his last Netflix special because you can talk about how you got 17, bro. But come on now. We know some of them was shit. <laughs> they really were. There are about three of your specials that are really good. And the rest of them, not so much. But he's he's a comic. He's had a successful career. He can talk a little bit more shit. Definitely can talk more than shit than about Michael Blackson can. <laughs> know who mike blackson is Mudasaka. that was the funny comment to a man with an african accent pretending to have an african accent <laughs> that's just facts <laughs> that really is just facts that's not noah trevor coming over and like he chose his comedy from a place of who also was born in South in South Africa, I believe. <laughs> he chose his comedy from a place of intelligence and not falling into the stereotypical, you know, gaff. And I think that's 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 fair. And how some people get in, but you can't be mad at that. I will say that much. You cannot be mad at the hookup because the hookup is just, just the black way. It is how it's always been. It is how it's always going to be. Sometimes you hook up the wrong ones and they fuck it up for everybody. But most time, yeah. Why wouldn't if I open one door for myself, let somebody that's my friend who I think is worthy and funny in? Why? Why is that? Why does that need to be hated on? Because <laughs> it didn't happen for you. It's the only reason why you hate on that type of stuff. And yeah, it might be a shortcut, but that that's what this shit mostly is, guys. It's about who you know. That That's the part of the industry. Hell, it's part of even in my job. In any, many employers nowadays, they're like, yeah, 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 refer a friend. Of course, so that you're getting put your your referral gets put at the top of the line. That's just how shit goes. So to say it's a sellout, ah, that's more like saltine crackers, in my opinion, than it is uh, 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 something to hold over someone like, oh, you didn't pay your dues. You didn't get in the comedy club. Well, shit, that's not I didn't know that we had to only go through one type of success train to be considered successful right i think that there is a difference in where comedy was to where comedy is because politically we have allowed society to get into some of the the best material which is the things that often separate us and so the days where it was great, it, it there are very few of those comics around. And then there's ones that just never was fu- funny. I'm I'm like Ricky Smiley, never funny. Steve Harvey, not really funny to me. How he pointed out that they stole one idea. That to me is an, another dull argument. Not even about the stealing of the jokes. Like, yeah, I could be a little saltine about the stealing of the jokes. I know I'd be. But the the whole idea that one show is like another show. Well, you can say the same thing about what's the one show that's hugely popular right now. 
that's the whole black thing. They even said it was just basically a black version of The Office. Ella, no, it's not elementary. I don't, I don't really watch it. So, yeah, there, there's, there's always that idea. Ideas don't come out of your ass, man. They, they have a tendency <laughs> to shape in the same forms. It's about execution, not always about the the concept because the concept is not only is not really universally or singularity unique but yeah i if you watch the whole thing credit to you if you want to find the funny parts it's like a 15 minute one that says and then they brought up like uh harvey weinstein was in the thing i'm like I, i didn't even hear him mention harvey weinstein maybe it it ran over my head and it said Michael Jackson. I think he may have talked about all of those things, but you got to watch the clips because some of them are trolling already because that's just the nature of, of getting people to click on things. But it made me chuckle. It made me chuckle. My favorite comedians. Oh, one last thing before I move on was what he brought up about Gary Owen. How he's been in comedy clothes for years and years and he never crossed over. But that's just how some how it happens for some people. Unfortunately, I've seen a lot of comics that I thought really, 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 really funny. And they never crossed over. That's just that's that's what fame is. <laughs> it is a fickle creature and it chooses based on the right opportunity the right time. Yes, you can deem yourself a genius. You've come up with a lot of things in a lot of movies that I quite frankly have not seen. But that does not somehow uh, make some of your arguments correct, even though, yeah, I think some of his his uh, his things were. <laughs> Especially that interview about the one chick I saw that one where he went ham on her. One, if you're going to wear a fake wig and then start talking shit about a, someone and they're a comedian. What are you fucking stupid? Congratulations. You played yourself. She honestly acted like she was friends with someone that he attacked in the past. And she decided she was going to warrior for them. And nobody asked her. And then she got her ass looking foolish. And I did not, I was not on her side at all. It's like, don't start no shit. It won't be no shit. <laughs> you coming for this man's kids? Like, what the shit? And you over there looking like absolute, just knock off Patty LaBelle at church every day, talking shit about everyone constantly got lipstick on their teeth. The ones that live, that trailer has come out, Rashawn is back on the radar y'all in february we gonna we're gonna be stepping out all rashoners with our tiaras with our winning badges <laughs> with our with our shown tumblers and we're gonna be ready we are gonna be ready it's the one and only trailer that we we're gonna get before which i like because i i hate multiple trailers of anything and because I only watched it once and I don't even remember most of it other than I'm going to enjoy it and Michonne looks wonderful and Rick looks like Rick 
I, I have no complaints. I have no complaints. Now that we have discussed the, the hot topics of the day, let's get into three fascinating cults that you've probably never heard of. Sources listed below. If you like this kind of thing, let me know because there's plenty of them around the world that I can discuss with you. I always find them rather fascinating because I like to see the through lines on how people become involved in in these type of scenarios because I've always pointed out that the first rule of, of avoiding joining a cult is to understand you are definitely susceptible to joining a cult. Just depends on how they manipulate you and where you are at mentally emotionally in your life when you're propositioned first up the rosary prayer group in 1988 a catholic set leader named lydia nakarado prophesied the end of the world was imminent she led a group of 35 individuals between 1973 to 1989 to commit some heinous crimes in an isolated farmhouse in Italy. Antonio Nacarato, Lydia's uncle, founded the group. At the center of the doctrine of the coven is the internal or eternal struggle between good and evil to remedy the effects of the original sin and prepare the ground for the return of the Messiah are the objectives around which the group's prayer activity revolves. These tasks are entrusted to 246 couples led by the couple who incarnate the spiritual guide of the entire community, which is Antonio and Lydia Nacarado, never mind the fact that they are, you know, uncle and niece. I am disgusted. The death of Antonio Nacarado, I like saying that last name, is an authentic watershed. The group, in fact, isolates itself further. The members of the sect no longer go to the church to pray. They begin to wear, as a sign of mourning, black clothes with rosaries around their necks. On May 17th of 1988, Lydia received a new message from her late uncle, the words leave no room for vague interpretations. Antonio announced his resurrection for the following day, May 18th. Put your faith in the light. Unfortunately, the day came and went and there was no resurrection. The members of the group started getting antsy, maybe thinking we should kill Lydia instead. So around 9 p.m. on May the 24th, Lydia received another message from Antonio that said they needed to kill Petro Latello. Pietro Latello is a merchant resident in Turin, but born in France to Calabrian parents. He is within the hierarchy of the sect, a consecrated. He is 27 years old at the time in which this prophecy is read very conveniently. Latella is hogtied to a chair placed inside a red circle painted on the ground. Then a cat is sacrificed right in front of the, quote, traitor. 
On all the doors of the farmhouse, there is a circle with nine crosses inside. While the others continue to pray in a circle, the ritual reaches its epilogue. Pietro Latella is recognized as Judas, the apostle who betrayed Jesus, but it is not enough to have him immobilized. A new intervention by Antonio, Antonio suggests to Lydia to kill him an authentic humor sacrifice so that the prophecy may be fulfilled. Peter Latella now is the incarnation of the devil, of Satan. He is Satan. Lydia commissioned Santo Sicoli and the already mentioned Salvatore Nacarato to kill Pietro Latella. Twelve shots were fired, as many as the number of apostles. These niggas crazy as fuck! Sidebar, in case I did not say, which I don't think I did, I am reading from several different sources that are listed below. So if you want to get the full unadulterated stories, definitely check them out in the links. Among group hallucinations, rituals, prayers, songs, dances, states of trance, homosexual sex, homosexual practices are imposed on women because of course they are and blood the door of the room is welded and inside lies now dying peter latella the aim of the operation is to prevent the devil from going out and taking possession of another body lydia is lying down in an apparent state of trance dressed in white in her hand she holds a rosary the cara benetti arrested the members of the sect present at the ceremony and lydia nakarata Nakarato, to whom already in February 1989 was granted house arrest. There are links, there are supposed links between them and the cartel. And I cannot find what happened to this woman, what her fate was. I would think if she was just convicted, that would be stated, but it wasn't. And since we last checked in, she was on a house arrest. My guess is this cult was swept all the way under the rug. Let's talk about another cult across the seas to a group that moved from London to the historic seaside village of Sidwelly in West Wales. Colin Batley and four female acolytes decided to relocate there in the 1990s. They were all big fans of English occultist Alistair Crowley, who was given credit for a lot of things he did that helped the scientific community, but it was all in in reference to his greater goal, which was the occult and alchemy. They also were inspired by his 20th century sex cult, Thelema, and formed the Kidwelly sex cult. Quote, unquote, the church and its leader, Colin Batley, who also was a convicted pedophile and rapist. Kill him, do it, shoot him. Don't think it's weird to check the sex offender registry because... I'm sure more people would love to have this type of thing back then because this man psych- 
psychologically terrorized and coerced vulnerable children into performing sexual acts by using death threats and brainwashing. Batley and the three other female members and a second man were convicted of sex offenses in 2011 and jailed. Puck ass bitch motherfucker! Why won't you die? You know how some people just look like pedophiles? If you look at his mugshot, he looks like a pedophile. The cult targeted troubled, impressionable minors, forcing them to undergo an initiation ceremony that ended with sex with an adult. Children were intimidated into practicing with threats of murder. The sexual abuse was often preceded with satanic, uh, satanic ceremonies in which passages from the occultist Aleister Crowley's books were read. Anytime you're bringing children into it, at least the adults have the the guise of free will, even if they're being preyed upon. But children have absolutely no chance in the hands of manipulative adults and that they are the ones that are often the victims of these types of predators yeah i'm all for the death penalty when it comes to them and i don't think there should be any row in which they need to be on just do them north korea style take them out in the back put a bullet in them leave them for the the crows to eat so what do have we had in common thus far the most vulnerable in society being preyed on by some charismatic cult personality, cult of personality. And that person having prophecies or being spoken to that is special. And they are addressing a flock who are essentially moldable people that are looking for their own purpose and they use religion as a base some type part of religion right satanic it's all from the bible and that's part of their their rhetoric to justify their actions and it always seems to be a battle between good and evil But I think all of those things can culminate even with with a a national type of crisis like the white supremacist continued movement throughout the centuries that can lead to to lead to devastating consequences as well as in the Yahweh cult of Nebraska. This is America. Don't catch you slipping no. Don't catch you. White supremacists, Christian identitarians are nothing new in the US. These groups are dangerous, often spreading anti-government conspiracy theories, commit crimes and spread terror. Thankfully, they are small and violent attacks, although horrific, are rare. And I cannot stress that enough. The news is there to over-sensationalize everything. But there is not always, when you look at the grand scheme of things, evidence to support 
what many are sensationalizing to the extent in which they do. That's a discussion for another day. Because that was talked about in the great book, Starring Messenger by Neil Tice Degrassi. James Paul Wickstrom was an American white supremacist and a founding member of the Posse Comitas, Comitatas, an anti-Semitic, anti-government, and anti-tax group. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. They're like, I should just have everything free because that's how I was born into it. He was strongly anti-communism and frequently advocated the genocide of Jews, non-European Americans, quote, race traders, homosexuals, and drug addicts. Because why not throw in the drug addicts? Wickstrom was a minister in the Christian identity movement. The idea that they think this is behind Christian ideals is beyond me. Clearly, the Bible is not part of their uh, source materials, which is an interpretation of Christianity that believes only Celtic and Germanic peoples, such as the Anglo-Saxons, the Nordic nations, and slash Aryan people and those of kindred blood are the true descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and therefore descendants of the ancient Israelites. What did he say? This is what always bothers me about racist people. It don't even make sense to half the shit they be talking about. Wickstrom traveled the Midwest organizing farmers. That seems to be a trend with all of these cults. Conducting preliminary training, spreading conspiracy theories and worse, calling for Jews, non-whites, and others he deemed to be enemies to be hanged from telephone poles. Because he's just a nice chap. Quote, I have a dream. If that goddamn nigger can have a dream... I can have a dream too. I have a dream that in the days to come, there won't be anyone who isn't white that's going to be in America. Quote, in dream. It looks like your dream is a delusion in which it seems in uh, more years than not that you are going to be the minority in this country and that terrifies the shit out of you because you know You know how it feels to be the oppressor and what it looks like to be the oppressed. That's from a speech he uh, gave at a racist skinhead gathering at 2003 that he clearly plagiarized (laughs) from Martin Luther King. That's the thing. You can come up with shit. Can you at least come up with your own shit? They had this arm test where a member would extend his arm out at a 90 degree angle, place his left hand on the member's right shoulder and his right hand on the member's right wrist. Then he would ask a question of Yahweh and apply pressure to the member's arm to learn his will. If the answer was no, the arm would drop. If the answer was yes, the arm would stay up. This is absolutely nonsensical. It does not correlate in nature. But this type of arm test is something he taught his disciple, James Wickstrom, his disciple, Michael Ryan, who also rose in the ranks to become basically his second in command. 
and by this arm test it was determined that michael ryan uh, a dropout had the spirit of the archangel michael in him because michael would certainly choose the bums among us the archangel mike archangel archangel michael is the angel who would lead the army of god against the forces of satan this is not funny this is just horrific sometimes you have to laugh in the face of in the face of uh tragedy according to the bible's book of revelation this book tells of the apocalypse that would precede the second coming of jesus christ religion once again back in the fold when it comes to these cults at this time the group had come to believe that the battle of armageddon also known as the battle of the wheat fields was on the horizon and they needed to prepare of course this always involves getting guns amidst bigamy because michael had two wives and pedophilia because there were teenagers getting miraculously pregnant around all these male continuing male uh, recruits they decided because that's how power tripping and megalomania goes that they're going to push their disciples even further to see what they can make them collectively uh, a part of and in this case james them who was 26 at the time and an accolade was chosen to go through initiation dennis ryan who is the son of michael ryan speaking to the makers of deadly cult said his father michael told him that yahweh was going to test him ryan had them chained in a hogshed this was a few months after both them and rick stice owner of the farm were demoted to slaves and luke a dog according to court documents documents them was instructed by michael ryan to have anal sex with rick stice and quote make him hurt sign me the fuck up <laughs> good shit good shit that's some good shit right there right there it really does feel as if power can corrupt uh does more corrupting than not because the more power one gets the more the need to humiliate or degrade those not on the same level as them but then there's this uh which psychologists have been studying the i don't like to call it sheep mentality but the way in which people react when things are happening that's not right that they simply find themselves uh, they talk about a lot with the nazis like how did everybody just not collectively rise up once they saw what was happening in the in the camps because everyone that was a nazi wasn't a nazi to the extent that they wanted to murder all jews um most were indoctrined most were recruited when they were very young and then you had the hardcore then you had the people who just fought for the country so how does so many people just go along with or stand by as these bad things happen and i think it's something we don't fully have the answer to but it has a lot to do with uh i think society as a whole quote that's uh after wait first luke stice five died on march 25th of 1985 after michael ryan repeatedly shoved him and caused his head to strike a cabinet 
And then that's, quote, when all of the real evil twisted stuff began, end quote, says Dennis. Looking troubled, Michael Ryan started the interrogation by telling them, who was strung up in chains in the shed, that he was captured by Satan's people. Quote, we all took turns kicking him, hitting him with a bull whip, end quote. Them was accused of poisoning a communal turkey on the night of April 27th of 1985. The next day, the men went over and Michael Ryan forced them to disrobe and bend over a crate, after which he was assaulted uh, with a shovel handle. He told them that he, quote, ought to shove this thing up to your heart, end quote, and a pathologist in court confirmed that the shovel handle had been inserted at least two feet into them's body. Hey, bro. What? Oh, my God! Them was forced to sign over his car deed to another cult member, Timothy Haverkamp, who was allegedly told it was a birthday present. The sexual assault continued. Each man, court documents say, quote, probed them, ultimately rupturing his rectal wall. They decided to find a larger object landing on a pick handle. Deciding this wasn't enough punishment, Michael Ryan bid each man to give them 15 lashes of a whip. After the whipping, Thim was untied and allowed to sleep. The next day, April 29th, each man gave them 15 lashes of the whip on both sides of his body before Michael Ryan and others shot the tips of Thim's left hand fingers off. What the fuck is wrong with you as a person? Now, the women of this cult who were kept in separate quarters claimed to not know anything that was going on with the men. And I can kind of believe that because this is this this is a lot. This is a lot. Quote, each of us took a turn shooting a tip of his finger with a pistol, said Dennis Ryan. Quote, he constantly asked Yahweh for forgiveness. He never once turned against him no matter what was done. The men adjourned to have lunch, during which Michael Ryan told them that Yahweh wanted them dead by the afternoon. Dennis Ryan recounted how his father took a regular razor blade and took a piece of Thim's skin off. Dennis Ryan said how his father told him he wasn't responsible for his friend's death. Quote, God did it. Yahweh did that. Yahweh took his anger and directed it through me to punish Jim Thim. End quote. Dennis Ryan said that he made him proud, or that made him proud at the time. Them joined five-year-old Luke on the property, both victims of the cult with unmarked graves. According to court documents, after Them's legs were skinned, Michael Ryan kicked one of his arms until it broke and had his son break Them's leg with a wooden board. Michael Ryan kicked Them in the head. Needless to say, this guy went to jail. Um, it's quite a story to end on and it was intentional, particularly hitting so close to home with a lot of the current political climate right now. The person who was most hurt behind the words, behind the ideas were the per was the person that gave his life for the sadistic thrills of others under the guise of under the guise of a higher power but that higher power was in fact their 
own human depravity and the control they felt enacting that on this person who seemingly asked for more. That's how far one can go in their own delusion. Don't be a victim. Don't be a victim. Don't allow whatever's festering inside of you to change who you are or consume you to the point where you are changed by others that are more than willing to exploit that for their own purposes. And there are far, far more acolytes to be manipulated than there are cult of personalities that can convince huge swaths of people to commit these crimes. So we're leaving on a little bit of a bummer because it is cults, but we're living in a society where cult to personalities are on the rise. Luckily, there has been there has been some curbing of that within the last year or so. But an example or many examples on how this can go horribly wrong, uh, I think is necessary. Because what you don't know, you don't know. If you want to learn more other known, unknown cults in, in society around the world, let me know in the comments. Next week, I plan on talking about Liberia and the and the slaves that came over after emancipation and their effect on the country. So I think that's fascinating. Along with it, I'm sure other subjects as well. If you want to send feedback or you have any topics or ideas, put that in the comments below, or you can send an email to blackercouch.gmail.com. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, Probably sucks anyway. Yeah, I don't even know how I feel. I don't even know how I deal. Today I really hate everybody, and that's just me being real.